Lord Jesus, we give you thanks that you have gathered us this evening to worship you. We thank you, Lord, that even though our strength is limited, even though our eyesight grows dim, your strength is everlasting. And you stay focused on your mission, which has come and continues to come to bring us the good news of your gospel. Remind us anew of that mission tonight as we again this week turn our eyes to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Friends, I invite you to follow along with our scripture lesson for this evening as you see printed there uh, in the bulletin as I read it for us tonight. The gospel reading comes from the gospel of Mark in the 14th chapter, starting in the 32nd verse. They went to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took Peter, James, and John along with him and began to be deeply distressed and troubled. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. Going a little farther, he fell to the ground and prayed that if possible, the hour might pass from him. Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not my will, but your will be done. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. And Simon, he said to Peter, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch for one hour? Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Once more he went away and prayed the same thing. And when he came back again, he found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. Returning the third time, he said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough. The hour has come. Look. The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. The Gospel of the Lord. Amen. As I share with us this evening from God's Word, uh, I'll begin with a, uh, a confession. The story I'm about to tell you I've never told in public before outside of our family because I'm too embarrassed by it. But you won't tell anyone, will you? All right? So this story uh, goes... Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this story goes way back to uh, college years. And I was in a, a class called Media and the Church, now, mind you, it's nothing like media today. We were learning how to do etchings on 35 millimeter slides, you know, and how cool is it? You can see your drawing up on that really cool round projector with the 35. Anyway, the media back then was uh, nothing like it is today. But one of my classmates at the time was Joy. Uh, we weren't dating at the time, but uh, a small college that we went to, and we're both in the class together. And on one of the occasions for the class, we needed to travel to a large church 
in our region up in the Pacific Northwest that had a full television production room for their worship services so we could see this level of media production that they broadcast every weekend for worship. And so we carpooled together. And on the way home back to college, I was carpooling in Joy's car, and she was driving, and it was a long drive, and I was a college student and didn't sleep uh, much in the nighttime. And before I knew it, I had fallen asleep with my head kind of propped against the passenger side window. And as Joy tells the story now, because uh, years later and likes to uh, laugh with our kids about it, uh, you know, I I wasn't drooling, I don't think. But, you know, uh, uh, I was totally uh, knocked out and totally unaware of what I was missing out just three feet next to me to someone who I didn't realize at the time would be outside of Christ the most important relationship in my life. And that whole uh, hour and 20 minute drive, I just slept through. <laughs> All right? All right? And uh, uh, I won't tell you, you can ask Joy what she thought of the guy who just fell asleep in the car next to her. But anyway, at the time, but man, I just slept through it. I slept through this great opportunity, this important relationship. And besides being awkward and weird, I, I was just missing out. And of course now it's for great humor among, uh, inside our home uh, for the kids when Joy likes to tell the story. And uh, I confess that I probably made myself look better in this story than she does when she tells it. But that's another, uh, you know. Anyway, so... But the point, I hope, becomes clear to you as we parachute into this part of the passion narrative in Gethsemane. The the disciples and Jesus had already had a big day. Jesus, as we learned last week, had already exchanged for his betrayer the gift of grace that we now celebrate in Holy Communion. His very body and blood, he was preparing to sacrifice. And yet in that moment, instead of getting back at his betrayer, he offered grace. And now here too, he went to, as we learn from the Gospel of John, a place that they had frequently gone to for prayer. And as they frequently went to this place, I, I, I was blessed last year to or take this picture. Uh, this is a stone that we can't say archaeologically so, but this is right in the middle of of the garden, what we know for sure is the Garden of Gethsemane, and a stone that tradition says that Jesus prayed on that night. Now, we we can't know that for sure, but uh, as I reached down and touched that dirt, and as I touched uh, uh, some of the trees that had been there as long as since the time of Jesus... Uh, I couldn't help but wonder if I wouldn't be like I was in the car with joy and like those disciples, missing out on something important. Would I not have also fallen asleep that night as they did? And how often is it that you and I, in our walk with Christ, is as important as it is 
that we so often grow weary in our faithfulness. And isn't it so sweet and human, the exchange that we heard read tonight, as Jesus kept coming back to them, won't you stay awake with me? And yet, like he did with Judas himself, and like he did with those disciples, and like he does for us, he doesn't repay their inability to stay awake. He doesn't repay their betrayal uh, with what we deserve. Instead, he continues to keep his eye on the mission. The, the thing that we can't seem to do, that we fall asleep for, that we fall short of, he remains. Christ Jesus keeps on mission. He is not putting on rose-colored glasses here. You have read this text before, I bet some of you, and know the anguish as I read it and we hear it in other accounts, the anguish that Jesus went through in this familiar place of prayer. As he kneeled down in that garden, he asked his father, Abba, which, who, by the way, later... Uh, he would now allow us to call God by that same intimate name, Daddy, because of his work on the cross. He asked the Father, if it would be your will, take this cup from me. But he would go on to say, but not my will, your will be done. And so, as we encounter this passion anew, through all this, Jesus had only eyes for the Father's will. We, like the disciples before us, uh, we, we don't totally recognize the significance of the moment. We, like I did, fall asleep when important people, unbeknownst to know, important happenings are happening right before us. We often, in our weakness, fall short. But he doesn't repay our weakness with what it deserves. Instead, he responds with sacrificial love. He responds with keeping his eyes on mission. So where maybe in this Lenten journey you've promised to God that you would read your Bible every single day and journal and pray six times a day on the quarter hour and all of a sudden, now it's been five, and then it was four, and then it was, well, at least one was pretty good for today. Uh, and then, oops, I skipped a day. Uh, and you realize already, how could I fall short so quickly? Even when we fall short with all of that, Jesus never does. He would go from there, as we'll read next week, continually being disappointed by us and the other disciples, but never taking his eye off of the ultimate mission, which is our very salvation. To this day, when uh, you go to that Garden of Gethsemane, it continues to be a holy place of remembrance of how we fell short, how our eyes got sleepy, but his never did, never have, and never will.
Thanks be to God.